Welcome back to the At The Yard Podcast. I'm your host, Les Lukacs. I'm once again joined by Joey Cohen. And Joey, we're here to talk about the SoCal Pro Case, which, uh, you know, it, it ended up being a, a damn good event once again for us with a number of players who are going to be in the mix when it comes to, you know, next year's draft uh, for sure. Uh, you know, but guys that, uh, you know, some guys who – Quite honestly, some of those 15 scouts that were there hadn't seen maybe, uh, you know, ever in some cases, uh, you know, or very little in the cases of other guys. Uh, just another, you know, loaded event for us uh, and another great opportunity for, uh, you know, these guys to show their skills. Yeah, I mean, as the roster was uh, getting formulated by me and you, like you were having, you know, conversations like, Oh, this guy's gonna surprise the people. Oh, this guy's gonna really surprise this guy. Oh, they don't know about this guy at all. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so I I, th- I thought it was a lot of fun in that respect. We had a lot of, you know, in terms of these scouts' minds, probably what second like second second tier guys become maybe one tier guys after what they did at our pro case on Sunday. So I was really excited to see that and you now have them show out. Yeah, I, I think the greatest compliment uh, that I got for us for you and I was. Uh, when one of the pitchers came off the mound, I went into the dugout to grab a water. Uh, one of the scouts was in there. He's like, Les, where the hell did you find this guy? Um, you know, and it's one of those deals where I, I think I said, you know, hey, that that that's kind of what we what we do, what we pride ourselves <laughs> on. So, uh, you know, that was that was a, a really you know fun compliment for for us as PBR. But uh, what I think the best compliment. Uh, that the players could have gotten was from a scout who pulled me aside at the end was like, Les, those guys played hard. Those guys wanted to be here. And those guys showed really, really well for themselves. Uh, And, you know, when we talked to the guys after the event uh, in the dugout there, uh, I told them that, you know, they all kind of got a smile on their face and were pumped up about that because ultimately that's what it's about, right? It's the opportunity to perform in a very uh, small setting uh, with, you know, we had what, 15 or so scouts there, uh, you know, with with, uh, 15 different clubs represented. So uh, that, you know, those guys took that opportunity and ran with it. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I, I, you know, I said to this, like I said to this, I said this to the guys after the event, you know, some, some of these guys are guys that we followed since, you know, they were freshmen or sophomores and, you know, this pro case kind of marks the end of their, you know, PBR experience in a way. And it's kind of cool to see how much they've developed and grown, you know, just not as, you know, not just as a player, but as a person too. And, you know, we've interacted with them a bunch over the high school seasons and the summer showcases and tournaments. So it was kind of cool to just see that, you know, overall reflection after the event. And then, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love that you brought that up to them because uh, when you said that to them, you know, a couple guys just kind of looked at each other, and you know, was, I think it was kind of like that. Hey, this is this is our, our our this is our year, right? Like this is this is the last chance we're gonna have to do this as high school guys, and it, and and I love that you said that because you know, it's true. I mean, we've been watching these guys in many cases since they're freshmen, right? I mean, you know, you think of of the guys that we have on the roster, you know, Vaughn Major came to future games with us two years ago. Uh, You know, Nitty down in San Diego, we saw him as a freshman, obviously, you know, Lamb at J. Sarah and and a number of these other guys that, that we've seen since their freshman year, 
Uh, and like you said, uh, you know, they, they're just come into their own now and it's, you know, it's their time to shine. So, you know, without, you know, much further ado, let, let's jump into these guys. And, you know, we talk about the, the guys that, you know, maybe aren't the famous guys a lot and, uh, you know, right, wrong or indifferent for whatever reason, they're not that guy, but one guy who, who certainly, uh, will have the attention of scouts this spring, uh, that's got Grant Govell there at, uh, uh, out of, uh, uh, oh my gosh, help me Palos out here. Verdes. Palos Verdes <laughs> high school, man. I, I was thinking peninsula, I couldn't get peninsula out of my head. Grant, no, my apologies we, if you're listening. Uh, obviously, I'm familiar with Palos Verdes. Uh, saw you guys face a guy we're going to talk about uh, here in a minute uh, last spring. But, I mean, Grant was – I mean, this dude was lights out, Joey. Yeah, I mean, he, he was a later ad for us, um, not going to lie. But, you know, he kind of caught my eye on social uh, where you know, the velo kind of saw a tick up, you know, about a week or two before our pro case. You know, we, we had seen – him a little bit during the spring where he was kind of sitting that mid eighties, touching some high eighties, but you know, him, he, I was talking to him, you know, after the event, you know, to see why his velo has ticked up, but he was saying, he just, you know, putting in that work in the gym, lower half stuff, you know, some flight mechanical, you know, changes. I think it's, it was a better, you know, getting into a better hinge, but he was electric. I mean, the fastball was sitting 89, 92 top to three and a four. And the slider was just ridiculous less. I mean, he was throwing it, high 70s, you know, into the low 80s, I think touching an 82. And he was getting whiffs on on that pitch. He was getting whiffs on the fastball up in the zone. It had that good ride up. You know, he's not a tall guy. I think he's only like six, six, six foot, six one. So that fastball is really getting that good, you know, vertical induced break. Uh, I think I had him down for five Ks through the 10 batters he faced. And, you know, he's not done, you know, the projection's still there. It's a leaner athletic build. You know, and um, the arm is super quick. It, it works super loose to release. And um, I think he's going to have a number of scouts at his spring games this this next year. Yeah, he was he was really impressive. And, you know, just standing behind the mound there and, you know, calling balls and strikes. It, uh, I was really impressed with his ability to, you know, spin the breaking ball. I mean, the average spin on it was over 2,500. Uh, you know, I think the max spin was closer to 2,700. And it's just a pitch that buckled hitters, right? And, uh, you know, he was able to command it, land it for strikes. And, and the fastball, uh, you know, really played up. I mean, you, you, you touched on it, you know, touching a 94. And it was one of those deals where it was like, oh, man, that didn't look like a ton of effort, uh, you know, at 92 to 94, uh, which was, I mean, I think that to me was the most impressive element of what he did uh, on the mound is that there's not a ton of effort that goes into his delivery, uh, which is, you know, really uh, makes it all that more impressive. Yeah, and he's, you know, an athletic kid. And, you know, you like to see those athletes on the mound. I think for, you know, Palos Verdes, he, he plays – you know, he plays some some uh, some infield and some outfield, I believe. You know, he mm-hmm. hits for them because why not? If you're a good hitter <laughs> and you and but so seeing those athletes on the mound, those are the guys that you tend to like a little more because the the projection is a little better with those guys. So if if I was to to you know be buying stock in a in a two way guy, uh, Goval would be one of those guys to to check in on next spring. Yeah, absolutely. I think his future is is most certainly on the mound. Yeah, um, sure. You know, 100%. I saw I saw that. Yeah, I saw them play 
you know, last spring a couple times, you know, both at their place and in the National Classic. And, uh, you know, I didn't get a chance to see him pitch in either of those either of those three games that I saw of theirs. But, uh, you know, it, it's really impressive um, what he's been able to do here of late. And, you know, touching the 94 on Trackman is I mean, I think that was the max below we saw that uh, in the event. But, man, it was it was just really good. It was really good. And, and uh, you know, he, he's you're right. He's going to have scouts uh, making that drive up to Palos Verdes High School. Yeah, on the like the opposite end of that, I'd say the guy who kind of uh, made his mark in a surprise way was was Jonathan Rodriguez over at Servite. I mean, he had the the like you know Goval had the max you know fastball velo, and then Rodriguez had I, I believe the max exit velo off the bat in BP at 103 ex, exit velo, and he was loud all over every baseball. I felt like during during his swings throughout that Sunday. Yeah, he was – well, the first thing that I want to talk about him is, like, his physical conditioning is off the charts, right? We've seen him. We had him at an area code ID event a couple of years ago. We've obviously seen him a ton at Servite. And when I saw him, first thing I did was, like, I was blown away, man. I told – I'm like, Jonathan – you look freaking incredible. Right. And, and, you know, he was, he was pretty fired up about that. And uh, I mean, he is slimmed down. He has added mass. He is strong as, as all get out now. Um, and, and it's just so impressive and just a testament, you know, to his, to his work ethic and his commitment to getting this thing right and giving himself, you know, the best opportunity. I mean, you talked about the 103 mile an hour exit velo. I mean, he drilled a ball to right center field for a stand up double uh, that he, he, he could have maybe stretch, try to stretch it for three uh, instead was, you know, made the smart decision there hold up at second, um, you know, had another ball hit the other way for a base hit uh, you know, I mean, 83 mile an hour bat speed, he's more athletic. He's playing a whole lot looser. Uh, you know, he's lighter on his feet. Uh, but man, that the bat Joey, uh, not only during BP, but in game really impressed me because it's just, it seems like it's a lot faster through the zone, but most importantly, it looks like he's able to manipulate it better through the zone now and, and really get to balls low and away, you know, yes. and, and adjust to the fastball up as well and still get the barrel on it. Yeah. I mean, you know, we get very excited. I think we both can, can probably attest to that sometimes during the BPs when we're like, Oh my God, like look at those <laughs> balls go 95 plus exit velos. And then in the gameplay, we're like, Oh man, dang it. <laughs> yeah. Cause, Cause I'll be swinging and missing. But like you said, he pieced up that ball to right center for that double. But in his first at bat, I'm not sure if you remember, it was like a, I think it was probably an, outs, a, an outside fastball that didn't look like a strike, but he drove it to, you know, to left field for a line drive single. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that was a really professional AP. I think it was with two strikes, kind of shortened up, just poked it the other way and still found barrel. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that's, that's, that's good to see that he can do that as well. He can, you know, he can bang the ball over the right field wall, but when he can take his single to left when he, when, when he has it there. Yeah, that was really that, cool to see. Yeah, and it, you know, again, I mean, the, those are those are pitches. I don't think he catches up to a year ago, uh, you know, because of the physical limitations he had. He's, you know, it just I, I can't say enough about how impressed I am with the work he's put in on his body 
and he's starting to see the results, which is awesome because he's a great kid, right? I mean, as nice as nice can be. I mean, he comes up, he's got a big smile on his face. Les, how are you? Shakes your hand, looks you right in the eyes. You know, thanks for the invitation. Thank you for having me here. Uh, you know, it was just, it was a treat to have him there. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited for for the future for him, uh, you know, and then another guy who, you know, we talked about Rodriguez with the max exit below 103. This guy was right behind him at 102, but he had a higher, higher max average exit below of 98. And I mean, his BP, Joey, I thought you were going to pass out. <laughs> you know, it was, it was just incredible. Eric Gian uh, from uh, La Mirada. I mean, you know, I, I saw your tweet where, you know, you put that you stopped counting. Uh, I stopped counting after he hit six balls out. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, just thinking, how are we going to get those balls back? Uh, but, but, I mean, it was just like, you know, bam, 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 left center, left field, left center, center field, left center. I mean, it was the BP was as good a BP, I think, that we have seen since we started PBR California. Yeah, as I was putting out that tweet I put out yesterday, I was thinking about like the best BPs I have seen. And I think the two other guys I would put in that category was probably, and they're both at pro cases, was the Max Muncy 2020 BP and the, mm-hmm. the and the Rock Riggio uh, BP. Those were the two BPs I was like, that's in that category of level. And obviously, you know, Max Muncy was a first rounder and Rock Riggio is killing it over at Oklahoma State, but... No, it was it was insane stuff, Les. I mean, like you said, the average exit velo was 98. Um, the blast numbers were just off the charts, and like anyone, any scout should probably dive into those because they're just ridiculous. I, I think it was 80 max bat speed, 76 average, like 35 average rotational acceleration, which you just never see that. You never like there might have been one guy I remember. I think that was Riggio who who averaged in like the 30s for rotational acceleration, and at least in our database. So the bat talent was significantly real. And then in game, he, you know, he barreled a breaking ball, hanging breaking ball off the left field wall. So obviously it plays in game as well. And we've seen it, we've seen it play in game, you know, at the La Mirada high school games. And then, you know, sneaky good defensively as well. I wasn't sure. I, I haven't seen him do a lot defensively because, you know, in, in, when you see him at the high school games, there's no guarantee of seeing, you know, him, you know, play, play some ground balls. You know, obviously you watch the pregame, but, he looked pretty dang good defensively at shortstop. The feet were smooth and light. The glove was smooth. The exchange was quick. You know, the, the arm was strong without, you know, extra effort to it. And it's one of those things where a really strong spring less is going to play him into some conversations. No, no question. I, I mean, you know, if there if there's a knock on him, it's the size. But as we've seen in recent draft, size doesn't seem to play as big a role in terms of height. I mean, because he's a physical physical body uh and you're right defensively he made you know a couple of plays he made that one backhand play in the five five hole where he threw out the guy at first and i was kind of like okay yeah that that'll play uh you know and then he you know he did a little bit at third base as well where he showed off some arm strength on a ground ball and uh you know at 5 11 185 i mean it's still a good frame uh he's a guy that that um uh is going to have an opportunity i think like you said, with the big spring to potentially get his name in the mix for the draft, right? He's a Columbia commit uh, currently who, you know, obviously academics are really important to him and his family. He's a four or five GPA kid. So 
Uh, he's, you know, he's not a guy that's going to cause you any trouble, uh, you know, off the field, if you will. So I think he's going to have that opportunity and, and, you know, deservedly so, because, you know, two years ago, if you would have told me that he'd be in this position, I, I would have said you're crazy. Uh, but it's just a testament to, uh, you know, his ability a and, and his work ethic as well. For sure. A hundred percent. And, I think on the opposite, like Jonathan and, and, and Eric were probably the standout bats. And then in terms of um, the standout arm, the only left-handed pitcher we had out there was Sterling Paddock. And I know you, you know, really liked what you saw from him, um, from from his one inning of work. And it, it was some really good stuff. It, it really was, man. I mean, it, you know, we, we obviously we saw him, you know, I saw him once in the spring. Uh, maybe twice in the spring, saw him at the area code tryouts. Uh, and then obviously we saw him Sunday at the, the pro case. And, and the thing that, that has impressed me the most about him is that every single time there's a new max fastball velocity. So he is continuing to, to fill out and continuing to get stronger at six one one sixty. It's a frame that you can easily dream on, uh, you know, the, but the fastball at 91 with the 2012 spin, uh, but it's the curveball uh, that was really, really impressive to me at, at 72, 73 with 23 uh, over 2300 spin. Uh, and then the changeup has the potential to be a plus pitch, I think, at 79 to 81. Uh, he used it on uh, two of his strikeouts. He also mixed in a cutter uh, at 82, which uh, I think is a new wrinkle to his arsenal. Uh, but if the changeup continues to be as good a pitch as we saw on Sunday, uh, you're talking about a true three-pitch mix. You know, he, he was a pitcher on the area code team. He did make that team. Uh, so he's, you know, he, he's already established himself in the eyes of scouts. And, uh, you know, I think with a big spring, if that, that changeup continues to be as good as, as it was on Sunday, you know, he's certainly going to be in the mix for uh, some draft conversation. Yeah, I, w- I was talking to hitters after um, that, that bats that he was, you know, he was pitching – and um, not, none of them saw them saw him good. Like he was mixed the way he was mixing. Like there was no you know like sequence that I was telling. Um, he was like it was fastball, then it was a changeup, and then maybe it was a, a breaking ball, and then it was a changeup, and then a cutter. It was just you know especially in you know just seeing him one time, it's really hard to. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. you, you'd like to see that guy three times, and maybe the third time you'll you'll barrel him up. But you know, none of the hitters saw him well, and that's very telling. I love I love to kind of get the the hitters you know opinion on that and and they thought he was you know electric so yeah I, I, electric yeah i i think it was uh uh you know one of the guys who said to me after is like you know hey that that was that was the best arm that was here that i saw um you know whether it was or it wasn't i think it, it's compounded by the fact that you know it's it's coming from the left side uh there's some deception to it there's some you know, some funk, if you will, to it from the left side. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a tall, skinny frame, hides the ball strikes. well. And, yeah. And, and it strikes with all three. Right. And, yeah. and that's the, the, you know, and, and I, and I, like I said, he mixed it, he, that new wrinkle, if you will, with the cutter. Uh, I had not seen that from him before. Uh, that was, uh, that was pretty impressive too. And uh, you know, there's a guy who's going to be uh, in the mix, you know, no question come next, uh, next summer. Uh, you know, potentially after a, a big, uh, big spring season. And, you know, a guy that I remember seeing as a freshman uh, who has been to a couple of our events and just 
continues to impress us, uh, certainly impress me. Uh, Cody Nidowitz at a cathedral down in San Diego. Uh, you know, we, we, we are doing our BP and he's like, you know, Nitty's like, Hey, Hey Les, uh, so when do I get to hit right-handed? And we're just like, you know, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, man, I'm a switch hitter. We're like, since when? <laughs> right. And, you know, and he's just kind of like, you know, I've always been a switch hitter sort of deal. And uh, we're like, all right, you know, so we flipped it around and, uh, you know, he gets on the right side and, and it was pretty impressive. And then we got to see it in game too, where he finished, I think the event with the knock. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew he was a switch. I just like, I've only seen him in the spring bat left-handed because like, it's, you know, obviously it's, you'll find less left-handed pitchers at the high school scene. I mean, just, just naturally there's less left-handed pitchers than right-handed pitchers. But yeah, so it was, this was the first time I had seen him hit righty and like, he was just spraying line drives. It was just like what Cody does line drives to all fields. And, and you know, he did flash some power there, which was a little new. He got, he, he got a little bit of thumb, but I think he barreled some balls to the wall and off the wall. I, I just love the way the hands work and the load and how they enter the zone. And I think, you know, blast motion kind of you know tells that same story. He had an event high on playing efficiency, which kind of, you know, tells the story of how good the bat to ball is. Whenever I've talked about Cody to coaches, it's always been advanced bat to ball, advanced bat to ball, doesn't strike out, always puts the ball in play, line drives everywhere. And that's what he did. He, I mean, he got two hits in game play. He had one from the left side where he went for a double to the left center gap and then he went, you know, oppo from the right side, line drive to right field. And it was just like, yep, that's what Nitty does. You know, just, you know, barrels baseballs, not super loud, but just to all fields. And, it, you know, at UCSB, uh, you know, he's gonna, I think he's going to be able to fit in right away. And it's that kind of prototypical leadoff bat. And he's got some speed to his game, too. He can track down balls in the outfield. And, you know, if he can just tap into just a little power, which obviously, you know, once he gets into a college uh, – you know, training program or even just, you know, on his own this this fall and winter into the spring. Um, there's some potential pro looks that he's going to be able to get. Yeah, no question. And, and the thing that I liked is he was, I think, one of maybe two guys that went on base was stealing. Uh, yes. You know, showing showing off that speed, right? And it's like, hey, man, like we we told them, like, hey, this is a you know, it's a gameplay, right? But not a lot of guys were taking advantage of that opportunity. You know, maybe the opportunity didn't present itself, or maybe they just didn't feel like doing it. We don't know. But uh, he was one of the few guys that actually. Uh, you know, tried to steal a base and was successful doing so. Uh, him and him and your boy Adam uh, <laughs> Magpock were, uh, I think, you know, the, the two, only two guys that I can recall that were, were trying to steal bases, which was impressive. Uh, you know, and and I think one of the um, kind of undervalued elements of Cody is his arm strength in the outfield. Uh, he made a a throw. Uh, you know, ranging to his right. So it was a backhand throw for him. He came up throwing and he just threw an absolute seed to third base uh, that kept the runner at second. And it was really impressive to me because the arm strength for him is very real. Yeah, that was a surprise to me too. I mean, I, I didn't think in our past showings, he showed that really to his you know optimum ability, but he showed the arm strength. I think he was 85 from the outfield during during the workout and that that throw he made during game seemed a lot harder than that too so no his his defensive you know skills are definitely there and if he continues with the bat and the power does come like i said i think he's he's worth a couple of looks in the next spring for some of these pro scouts yeah no question and an, another guy 
like a lot of these guys are guys that we've we've seen during the high school season and during this summer and and, and your boy Briner, he, he was on the mound. We've seen him probably four, four, four or five times <laughs> mm-hmm. since the, this year, and and he shoved, man. Man, I've been singing this guy's praises for gosh, I don't know, year and a half, two years now. Uh, you know, tip of the cap to Eric Aldridge with the LA Rockstars, who, who kind of turned me on to him a couple of years ago, sent me some video. It's like, hey, you got to see this kid. You got to see this kid. And you know, I saw him pitch against Goebel's, uh, uh team you know last last spring uh and he shoved right and the thing that's impressive to me is there there well there's a, a lot of things but you know he went from being uh you know 86 88 in that spring viewing uh to 90 to 92 here in the pro case you know with over uh you know close to 2200 spin on on the fastball but but you know i had i had a a long time uh, a guy who was an agent who pitched in the big leagues, who's now coaching high school baseball, told me, you know, a number of years ago uh, when he's, you know, out scouting and looking at guys, he says, listen, if a kid can touch 75 on the curveball, he's going to throw really, really hard one day. Uh, well, all Brenner did was, you know, 76, 78 on the curveball uh, with 2,400 spin mixed in a, you know, a diving changeup at 80 to 82. Um, you know, there's still some things that he's got to clean up. Uh, you know, one thing he really has cleaned up is his body. He's added some strength since I last saw him in the spring. Uh, but Joey, this guy doesn't turn 18 until after the draft next year. Uh, and when I mentioned that to a couple of the scouts there, uh, you know, that really, really piqued their interest because, you know, it's basically you're getting another year on the guy, uh, you know, as he starts his pro career. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely a good point. And then, you know, I've seen him two, I saw him two times this summer, once during the spring. One of them was at our PBR tournament. And then another time was at dude day. Um, his performance in our tournament though, was really intriguing because he wasn't 90 to 92. He was, you know, 86, 88, like you were saying, but he threw, you know, five, I think he threw five or six innings and that sixth inning, he just, like popped a 90 and I was like, wow, like he, he's holding, like he's able to hold that velo. And it shows mm-hmm. that, I think that shows part of what you were talking about in terms of the strength and, you know, working on the body and being able to hold that arm strength and arm speed and, and velo for that long is something. And then seeing him do what he did at the pro case where obviously the velo is the highest that we've ever seen. It was really cool to see. Yeah, he, he's definitely uh, he, he's definitely making the most of the opportunity. I think, you know, it's funny because, you know, everybody has that light bulb moment, right? And you just never know when it's going to happen for a kid. And it seems like that's happened for him. Like, hey, uh, I'm, you know, I'm playing in some, some pretty big events uh, in front of some very important people. Uh, you know, hey, this, this pro case could really set me up for the spring. Uh, and I think he kind of took that attitude with it. I think he was – if I'm not mistaken, I think he was the first guy or the second guy that registered for this event uh, and, you know, emailed and was like, hey, thank you for the invite. I'm really excited to be a part of this. And, you know, I was fired up when he registered because 
you know, this is a guy, again, I've been really high on for a couple of years and, and to see him be able to do that in front of, I mean, listen, when, when the scouts come out of the dugout and go stand behind the plate and take out their phones and their video cameras and their radar guns, you're doing something right. Uh, and, and that was the case when, when he came onto the mound there, uh, you know, and, and it was just, it was awesome to watch. And, you know, he's going to have a, a really good uh, opportunity moving forward, you know, whether he ends up at, uh, in college or, or in pro ball, um, you know, I think there's going to be uh, at least one scout that's going to, you know, take a chance at trying to sign him because, again, the fact that he doesn't turn 18 until after the draft is is a huge, huge bargaining chip for him. Uh, you know, and 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 as we move on, a guy who who I know you've been really high on for a number of years as well. Uh, and I remember uh, talking to his coach at, at a, a winter ball game. Uh, you know, and I asked him, hey, I think he was only a freshman then. I said, hey, how good is he? Uh, and he said he's got a chance to be really, really good. And that's Gavin Taylor out of Birmingham. Yeah, I mean, Gavin is a player I was really excited about getting to, getting to you know, see at, pro, at the pro case. I mean, it's not just because he's a city section, you know, player like I was. <laughs> but I just really <laughs> wanted to see, you know, for me, it was like really – wanted to see him hit against some more elite arms because obviously, you know, the city section, there's the West Valley League, you get those good squads, but, you know, then you kind of dip into some lower level teams where, you know, I'm sure Gavin gets to have a lot of fun against some of those teams and facing <laughs> the, the quality of pitching that he, he, he sometimes has to face. But, you know, getting to see him and how he is against some really quality arms was something I was excited about. And Les, I think he had easily the two hardest hit balls in gameplay of the whole event and i'm not sure if you agree with that or not but that's what i think he hit a ball that two balls that had to be over 100 you know miles per hour exit vila one of them was a line drive to the left which with a little top spin that was just a line drive single but the second ball might have been the hardest ball i've seen hit this summer live it was a line drive to the left center field wall on off the top of the wall that didn't drop like it, it did not seem like it ever came down, like ever was going down. And no, if anyone it, it, has ever been it, it, at Hard Park, like Hard Park is no hitter's ballpark. <laughs> so, no, you're you're right. That ball, Joey, that ball hit the fence and it was still going up. I yeah. know exactly the one you're talking about because I think, I, you know, standing behind the pitcher, and I, and I won't say who the pitcher was, uh, when that ball came off, he just spun around. I was like, damn. <laughs> you know, and it was like, so I turned around and watched that thing. I was like, damn. <laughs> I mean, we both were just like, holy smokes, that ball was absolutely crushed. Uh, you know, and, and you're right. And he did it in BP, too. I mean, it was just, yeah. it was just a really impressive. Uh, really impressive performance with him uh, by with the bat. But you know what I, I what I really like uh, about him, Joey, is his just he's just got his his motor is just always running, right? Like it's, I mean, he's that guy who is constantly backing up first base on anything that's hit on the ground. He is the guy that's encouraging the pitcher. He is the guy that's just constantly hustling. Um, you know, the it's guy just that's blocking balls on OO counts because he's always in a traditional setup. He's never right. on a knee down. <laughs> right, is, right. In this modern right. age is like really weird to see because everyone's be ca be catching with a knee down nowadays. And I have no knock against a knee down, but seeing Gavin always in that traditional athletic setup is, you know, it's just rare to see. It's just rare to see. Yeah, I mean, he hit a couple bombs during BP that were just like it was similar to that ball that he hit in game where, I mean, it cleared the fence and it was still going up. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah and you're just you're like, dude, that's that's some serious bat to ball skills. Yeah, the the bat speeds there and the the, the blast motion. You know, like it tells the same story. The pull side power I always knew was kind of there. I, I've been to a couple of games where he's hit some some pull side homers. It's just he just turns the barrel in in a really efficient, clean way, and he just he he he's always timed up for the fastball. He's just always timed up for the fastball, and that's like the key to hitting, in my opinion, being on time for the fastball. If you're not on time for the fastball, you're gonna have a lot of trouble, and, and that's never been a problem for Gavin, even when he was a freshman. I remember videos that you were taking. At, at fall and winter tourneys with Birmingham at Jay Sarah, where he was a mm-hmm. young underclassman and catching up to some, you know, uh, some of the elite, you know, Trinity League arms. And and like you said, the catching skill set is is advanced. Um, catch and throw is good. Framing's good. Blocking's good. Um, it's it's going to be interesting with him just playing at Birmingham. Um, you know, I wonder how many are going to go out there. I, I'm going to be out there a bunch because I'm back in the San Fernando Valley. But um, you know, he's he's just as good as a lot of the catchers at the top of his class, in my opinion. I couldn't agree more. And at, and at 6'2", 200 pounds, he is put together uh, physically. And, you know, like he's got the frame that can withstand that long season uh, behind the plate. He was he was to me one of the 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 biggest eye openers at our event, for sure. 100 percent. And someone who I think is always an eye opener just because of the body and the stuff, and the two-way ability. I know you've seen him a little more than I have, just because you saw him right before I started working with PBR, but I've seen him a bunch of San Diego. But Vaughn Major, man, he just he never has a bad day at the field, in my opinion. I, I have never seen Vaughn have a bad day at the field. And, and that's, <laughs> that's you know, and I've seen him a bunch. He came, like I said he, earlier, he came with us to the future games when he was a sophomore, uh, you know, going into his sophomore year, excuse me. Uh, you know, he... We've seen him play for Christian a number of times, whether it's whether he's pitching or he's playing shortstop and hitting. I've never seen him have a bad day. And, and, you know, he's 85, 86 at our event with, you know, really good spin on the fastball, a breaking ball at 72, 75 with really good spin over 2,500. But, you know, the changeup and the slider have gotten so much better for him that he, he's got a legitimate four-pitch mix, right? I mean, it, 6'3", 175, long, lean, wiry frame. Well, And, oh, by the way, he had a 92-mile-an-hour exit below with an 84-mile-an-hour arm from shortstop. And Joey, again, standing behind the plate calling plays or calling pitches, uh, balls and strikes. You know, he made a play to the backhand as a shortstop uh, where he, you know, got rid of it quick. And then I think it was two batters later, you know, he kind of had to charge a ball, got rid of it, got the guy at first. I looked at him. I'm like, you better stop that or people are going to think you're a shortstop. Uh, and, you know, he just started laughing and he's just like, coach, I am. And I was like, <laughs> like I, I love you, Vaughn. Like, you know, that's, that, that's the exact attitude uh, that you got to have. And I mean, in my opinion, he legitimately could play shortstop. Now the bat, you know, in game, uh, you know, maybe wasn't what he wants it to be. Uh, but I mean, defensively and arm strength wise and, you know, athleticism wise, he could stay at shortstop for me. Uh, you know, but obviously the projection and the upside on the mound are, are just too good to pass up. Yeah. He's, it's going to be a really interesting situation for him next spring because, the, the secondary stuff is it's 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 plus it's plus stuff and the fastball is 
I've seen it up to an 88. Um, you know, he's he's kind of mid-80s to the high 8s right now. But looking at that body, and if you trust your player development, especially in a, you know, your player development department that handles, you know, increasing that fastball velo, like, how do you not take a chance on him? Like, how do you not, you know, want to grab him up? Doesn't make any, like, he add, if he can add some more weight, the athleticism is already there. He's that two-sport guy, which adds, like I said, to the to the mound ability because, he, like, at, when you're athletic position player as well, it can only help you as a pitcher. And it's it just seems like, I don't know. It's, 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 I think he's going to be in a similar boat to how kind of t- Tyler Bremner was, just in opposite ways where the, the breaking stuff and the secondary stuff is so legit. If he can just get that tick up in the fastball, like there'll be several pro scouts at his games, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's already I mean, it's already above average secondary stuff. I mean, you're right. If it, it, like you said, if you trust your player development to, you know, get this guy to eat, you know, four double doubles a day and add on you know, 15, <laughs> add on 15 pounds while working out and add some strength and and, and get that little uptick. I mean there's there's there there's sky's the limit with him in yes. my opinion just based 100%. on what we've seen for the last three years with him the sky is 100 percent the limit with him because you look at dad dad's like six four you know six five so vaughn may not be done growing i mean you look at his feet you know they're huge so you know there 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 may not there may be still more room or, or more growth happening for him in terms of height and you know most certainly on the weight side 100 percent a hundred percent. And, you know, someone who I think, um, just from an athletic standpoint, two weight, two sport ability, uh, outfield, infield, whatever he's going to play. Blake Wilson was, I think one of the best players in terms of, uh, just an overall skill standpoint that we had out on Sunday. I'm not sure if you agree with that. Oh, I, I, I love Blake Wilson. And, and I, I think I told you that, uh, when he came to our event in the summer, uh, before that, I just, I think I may have told you like, Joey, I love this guy. Just keep an eye on him. Tell me if you see the same thing. And dude, he's a freak. First of all, he, he is, he is a freak athlete. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, is, is, uh, you know, starting safety at Santa Margarita. Um, you know, he's just a, He's just a freak athlete. He ran a six eight for us. Uh, you know, he got up to twenty miles per hour on his run. You know, a ninety eight mile an hour exit velo. Joey, what? I know that I love him. <laughs> I I know that you like him too. Yeah. You know, what, what do you what do you got on him? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's that athletic and aggressive form of baseball that is just really fun to watch. You know, play out on the field. I mean, like you said, he 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 tested well with the 60 tested well with the jump mat. I think he had a, a 31 or 32 inch vert. No, the BP was consistent. Hard balls hit to all fields. It's, it's a flatter direct stroke. And you know, that, that, that stroke translated to three line drive hits and four ABs. He was three for four in gameplay against all elite arms. So, you know, and part of that too, that was really interesting was this was like, you know, the first time he had seen live pitching <laughs> in a while. And, you know, you tend to like to slow play back in, especially with baseball, and not jump into seeing, you know, 88 plus. <laughs> but dude, it's, dude it's, the, the guy hasn't seen, the guy hasn't seen pitching in two months. Yeah, like, it, it's crazy. Like he has, he has not seen live pitching in two months because of football, 
And and what does he do? He goes out there, goes three for four. I mean, I love his aggressiveness out of the box. He's looking for two every single time. And I absolutely love that because he's just busting it down first base or down to first base with a good turn. It's not too wide. It's not, you know, it's not out of control. He's just flying down the line, looking for two all the way. And I think that was my favorite part. And, you know, he, I think he, he had a triple, if I'm not mistaken, on one of his hits, uh, you know, and it was just like, dude, he beat the throw by, I don't know, three, four steps, you know? And it's like, dude, you have not seen a live pitch in two months. How are you doing this? <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, defensively, you know, he worked down both the outfield and the infield. I tend to like him a little bit in the outfield, but obviously, you know, he, he handles himself, you know, pretty well in the infield as well. But, um, there was an outfield assist that he made less mm-hmm. in the outfield. I think it was from right where mm-hmm. he caught Adam Magpock, which mm-hmm. was the second fastest runner besides, you know, Baxter that we had. And it was like by a mile, like he had Magpock, you know, out by a mile. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, Adam never gets thrown out from second on a, on right. a single well, to right. Well, well, if you ask Adam, he was safe, but that's, <laughs> that, that's beside the point, dude. Well, Cause yeah. he had him, he had him like, you're right. He had him by a good two feet yeah. and it was a perfect throw. I think it was land behind the plate. It was a perfect, you know, long hop, just bam, bam. Good night. I mean, yeah. it was as impressive a throw as we saw, I mean, you know, the throw from Nitty earlier and then that throw from Blake. I mean, this is a guy who's going to go to the University of Washington, you know, you presumably, uh, you know, if he doesn't, you know, have an opportunity to sign a pro contract. Uh, and, you know, it, it's one of those things where if this guy's not a day one starter there, then I, I'd be shocked because he's a freak athletically. I mean, you're talking about that arm, you know, he was uh, 92 from the outfield. It's 90 from the infield. Uh, you know, he made two plays at shortstop, which I was kind of like, okay, that's a high level play uh, that you just made. And again, he hasn't seen live pitching in two months, you know, and he, you know, and it's just, it's so damn impressive. I mean, this guy, uh, you know, again, when I think we said it after that event and, you know, this summer that he came to, uh, you know, we said, dude, when this guy focuses only on baseball, he's going to be a freak. Yes. hundred percent, hundred percent agree. Cause if he's able to do that raw, like coming out of no practice, no, you know, BP, no nothing beforehand, and just jump on the field and do what he's able to do against, you know, some of the best SoCal players, and it's special stuff, man. And, yeah. you know, saving, you know, and probably the best hitting performance for last, uh, my favorite, you know, left-handed hitter in SoCal, I think I've already told you that a bunch, um, <laughs> Andrew Lamb. I mean, I, I haven't seen him – uh, not barrel at least two baseballs in any game I've seen. <laughs> and that's like, it's the truth. I'm not exaggerating at all. Like every time I see Jay Sarah play, Andrew Lamb squares up two baseballs. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like the sun rising in the east and setting yeah. in the west, dude. Like you can count on it, right? I, I mean, yeah. it's he, he I remember seeing him as a freshman in a winter ball game uh, and I was talking to Luke Jewett's dad and he went up there and he took a swing. I was like, oh, I'm like, who's this guy? 
And, you know, Matt told me all about him and I was kind of like, okay, this is the next guy here. Right. And, you know, and sure enough that that's played out. Right. I mean, he was, uh, I want to say he was either like the CIF hitter of the year or Trinity league co MVP or CIF MVP, CIF MVP as a junior in the, you know, the, the, the toughest division in America to play high school baseball. Uh, so that gives you an indication of how good he is at the plate, but dude, he's equally as good behind it. Joey one nine, nine, two, one pops during the workout. Uh, I had him at a one nine, nine on the throwdown in between innings. Uh, I don't think there was a stolen base attempt on him wisely. Uh, you know, hundred mile an hour exit below the bat speed at 74, uh, four for five on the day, you know, using the whole field. I mean, it was just a, it was just the show that we kind of hoped we would get. Uh, we got that and then some. Yeah, it's it's just such good bat talent, Les. I mean, it's always hitterish, but it's a calm hitterish. Uh-huh. He does like a same routine every time he steps out of the box. He like does a little bat flip with his hands. He rubs his 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 hands on the on the turf or dirt whatever it is smacks them together gets in the box it's like the same routine and then he's just ready to hit um and there's just so many stories i could tell with lamb man like i remember i was talking to tommy bridges during future games about the home run he gave up to lamb during playoffs and i was like tell me about that and he was like joey i, I i'm telling you right now that pitch was two balls off the plate and he, he he hit that ball on the batting to the batting cages in right field, and I'm like, yeah, yeah that sounds like Andrew. And yeah. I mean, I don't if there's someone that I need to come up with a clutch hit in SoCal right now, like maybe all of California, like it's Andrew Lamb. It's it's just Andrew Lamb, and you know I'm excited to see the type of year he'll put up next spring. It's I'm no doubt it's going to be you know an MVP another MVP caliber season out of him. He'll he'll need to lead. Like if 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 Jay Sarah's gonna you know run things back again, he'll be probably the you know the biggest reason why, and he's just a really you know high character guy as well. He's awesome to talk to about hitting, just talk to about baseball and life. He's just an awesome dude in totality. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm I'm glad you brought that last part up because you know he was just you know during the workout portion, right? I like like yelled out his number, right? Because obviously he's catching and you know want the scouts to know who's back there. I yelled out his number, you know, he turns around, he says, thank you. <laughs> like, and I thought he I thought he said 19. So I'm like, oh, no, 19. He's like, no, 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 15. It's like, I was just saying, thank you. I'm like, dude, what are you thanking me for? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just yelling out your number. But I mean, he was so grateful uh, for the opportunity to be there. I mean, he must've said thanks for having me about four or five times. Uh, just a quality, quality kid. And uh, you know, he was just, uh, it was a treat to have him there because he did what we, you know, anticipated he would do there, uh, which was perform really well, both defensively and with the bat. And, you know, it's a guy that, uh, you know, obviously the, he's got big league bloodlines there, uh, with his dad and it's going to be a really interesting decision, uh, you know, come next July as to whether he chooses to, you know, get started with that, that professional career or, you know, move on to college at USC. Uh, but either way, it's going to be a fun career to watch. 100% less. I can't agree with you more. Well, Joey, I think that's uh, that that'll that'll wrap up the uh, the pro case breakdown here. You know, those 10 guys were arguably the uh, the 10 biggest standouts, at least in our eyes. Um, and, and, you know, Joey, so thanks a bunch for uh, for joining me here on the podcast. And uh, we'll do it again real soon. Awesome, Les. Thanks for having me. 
All right. Hey, so for Joey Cohen, I'm Les Lukacs. We appreciate you guys listening to, uh, and until next time, we'll see you at the yard. <laughs>